Hey team, it's Conrad. Welcome to the Addiction Coach Podcast, where we talk about dealing with addiction, reorganizing life, and creating new opportunities for success in life, love, work, and relationships. I'm Conrad Tracy, the Addiction Coach from Melbourne, Australia. I designed this podcast to create a space for me to speak freely about my personal experience with addiction and share my ideas about turning your life around and moving from liability to leadership. Hey team, it's Conrad. Welcome to the Tuesday Morning Live. It's so nice to be back after, I think, a couple of weeks break. I've been in Hawaii, which was really, really nice and feeling fresh and energized. Now, today I want to talk about how to cultivate acceptance for personal growth, okay? And you could call it for recovery or you could call it for a number of things, but I think I'm going to say how to cultivate acceptance for personal growth. Now, I work with a lot of people and I'm going to say, without a shadow of a doubt, this is the thing that people struggle with the most. Okay. So whether you're working with me or whether you're doing something else or just kind of going through this by yourself, this is something that you are going to bump into. It's going to be a roadblock. Okay. So this session is going to be really helpful for you to be able to traverse that or go around it or go under it or go over it. And I want to start with, I guess, a big idea or analogy. Okay. So you can understand this. Now, if I said to you, right, here's a a patch of, here's a a plot of land or a patch of grass, right? And I want you to clear it and I want you to prepare it and I want you to take these seeds and I want you to plant it. And they're not pot seeds, they're like uh, seeds for nice plants, right? So you've got this place where you're going to grow this garden. And I just want you to think about in your mind, how long would it take, okay, for you to clear the soil prepare it, fertilize it, plant the seeds, water it, and then see it grow, and then reap the rewards or take the fruit or the nectar or the plants out of this garden. Okay. Now I'm not an expert on gardening, but I would say, you know, given the season, that is a process that takes months and months and months. Okay. Sometimes even a year, depending on what you are growing. Now, the problem with that is that we can approach projects like that. Okay, so I'm going to renovate my home is a good example, or I'm going to plant a garden, or I am going to build a company or a business. And you're fine with the fact that that's going to take time. Okay, it might take six months, 12 months, 18 months, two years. But when it comes to ourselves, we really struggle with the fact that this is a long journey, it's a long play, and sometimes you don't get to see the results until the very end, okay? So again, we're talking about how to cultivate acceptance for personal growth in recovery and understanding that this is gonna be one of the biggest roadblocks that you're gonna face, okay? These are the frustrations that I hear all of the time from people that I work with every day. I want results now, okay? It's emotionally uncomfortable. I feel uncomfortable. Why do I feel like this? Okay. Um, some of them will come out and say, I'm a control freak, right? So I need to be in control and I'm not, and it's driving me nuts. Other people will say I'm resistant to change. 
Okay, so like this feels different to what I was in and that is enough for me not to wanna do this, even though the alternative is pain, okay? Comparison, another one. Somebody said something nice to me. I wrote it in my, in my journal here this week. Um, comparison is the thief of joy. I've never heard that one before, but apparently it's quite common. So this is another frustration. I'm, I look at my brother, I look at my business partner, I look at my mates, okay? Uh, and they're all doing fine and they're all kicking goals, but I'm stuck here and I'm struggling and I can't go out and I'm trying to learn how to socialize and, and I don't have as much money as I did, okay? So these are all things that are frustrations. And one thing that is you know linked to that kind of control is this capacity or people being unable to let go of perfectionism, okay? Now, I'm just gonna speak to the people that I work with, it's just a text, and they're high performing, okay? Most of them, like 99% of them, actually 100% of them, because I like to work with people that, you know, that get results and that are motivated to do the work. And a lot of them are perfectionists, including myself. Okay, so you've got to be able to understand that you are going to perform at 50% and 60% and 70%. So you have to understand the difference between capacity and your capability. Understanding that when you're well, your capability is like probably 110 out of 10, out of 100, okay? So what we want is happiness, peace of mind, connection, self-confidence, okay? We want to be able to emotionally regulate. Yeah, we want to see personal growth and personal success. One word that I've been hearing a lot of is I want to feel authentic or I don't feel authentic. Okay, so a sense of authenticity, a sense of resilience, harmony in relationships is very, very important. Okay, whether that be with your partner, friends, and colleagues. We want to be free of judgment and we want to have clarity and focus. Okay, and we want all of that right now. And it, again, is a long piece of work. You have to prepare the soil, right? You've got to plant the seeds. You've got to water them. You've got to prune and weed, right? You've got to give them sunlight. It takes patience and time, and you have to have resilience to harvest growth, okay? Now, one of the key things that I want to teach you today and I cannot stress this enough. And if you are incapable of doing this, then you need to be around people that will help you to do it. And this is to practice self-compassion, okay? I know what it feels like. I was addicted to, co to cocaine and methamphetamines for 10 years. I have done things in my life that are, com that are so abhorrent, okay, to people I love and I think about them today and it still makes me cringe, right? And when I was in recovery, I just was beating myself up. I can't believe you've done this. I can't believe you acted that way. And you know, somebody really taught me the power of self-compassion. They're like, yeah, you fucked up. You really did. But you've got to be gentle with yourself during this process and you've got to put in the work. And then when you harvest, you can start making good and giving back and, and repairing, if that makes sense, okay? Now, nobody, is expecting you to turn this around in two days. 
Now I'm going to say this, right? And I really want you to hear this. This lack of self-compassion and this constant drive is one of the biggest justifications I see in my work to this day for people relapsing. Okay. They just cannot get their head around the fact that this is going to take time and they have to approach it with acceptance and humility and compassion. And then they use, I've got to get in front of, I need energy. I've got to do all this stuff. And it's just, it's just another excuse. Okay. It's easy to be hard on yourself. It's easy to beat yourself up so you can go back to pain. Okay. Now, these are the biggest mistakes that people make during this process. They rush. Okay. They are avoidant or they suppress emotions. Right. And you know, we talk to our participants every day and they wonder why, like, why do I have to talk to you every day? And it's because it's like building a muscle. It's building an emotional muscle. So I ring you and I go, how are you? And you go, oh, I'm good. And I go, no, good is not an answer. Like, how are you? How are you feeling? What did you dream of? Where's your heart at? Where's your mind at? Are you feeling clear? Are you feeling blocked? Right? And you do that every day for 30 days and all of a sudden it's much easier to talk and to communicate, okay? And to not suppress how you're feeling, okay? Another one, neglecting self-compassion. We've talked about that. Some amazing compassion meditations on the internet. If you want one, tell me, I'll send them to you. And not leaning into support is another big one, okay? So, and this is a classic one. A lot of the men that I work with, I can do this by myself, I'm strong and like, mate, you're not. Today you're not, right? You will be and I have complete faith that you'll get there, but just, people not being able to lean into support, ask for help, okay? I asked for help this morning. It was really hard. It was really hard, okay? Because I'm like, I'm doing well in life and I'm happy and I've got everything that I need, but I sometimes I need help, right? And it took a lot for me to pick up that phone, but I did it and now I feel much better and I'm here and I'm happy, okay? Ruminating, right? So getting into these cycles of thinking, just sitting there for hours on the phone, um, and not doing anything proactive to practice clearer thought or to practice mindfulness or to share your thoughts and feelings with others. Now, selective acceptance is the one that I've got here. And again, working with people that are high performing, um, selective acceptance is something that people are very, very good at. Okay, so I'm going to pick the things that I'm going to accept. And then I'm going to um, have a list of things that I'm going to butt my head up against, right? If you're going to do this, if you're going to practice acceptance, you need to do it across the entire spectrum and gamut, right? Or scope of life. It is hard, but you can do it. Now, the number one mistake that people make in this acceptance game, I was having an amazing conversation with this um in Hawaii last week with an incredible female coach uh, who's got an expansive community in the States. And, you know, she works with people of faith. And we were talking about acceptance. And I said, people use it as an excuse to do nothing. And she's like, yeah, they really do. Okay. So there is this idea that people get muddled up with. Like acceptance is not sitting on your ass and waiting for God or Buddha or whoever it is that you, you know, are looking at for answers and waiting for them to provide. Okay. Now I am into your faith. I love that for you. Okay. 
I have my own spiritual practice and it's beautiful, but it does not take action. Okay, it creates clarity here and here and all around here for me to take action, the right action. Okay, this is not a passive game. Now, we've talked a lot about frustrations, wants, mistakes. I want to give you something that you can actually use and, and it's called the circle of influence and concern. Okay, now one of the key concepts of acceptance is to spend more time focusing on things that are within your yeah, internal and also yeah, internal locus of control. Okay, so things that you can actually impact. And then thinking about things that you can't control and maybe um, putting them in a box for later on. Okay, I remember very early on in recovery, I had a mentor, incredible guy, like big, big heavy hitter. Um, and I'm like, mate, I want to do this and I want to help people. And, and he's like, Conrad, get a job, pay your bills, do it in that order. And then you can think about helping others, right? And that was a piece of guidance that really stuck to me. And it was a little bit selfish, but he was right, okay? Because you can't pour from an empty cup. So stop worrying about things that you cannot control. So here's an exercise, okay? Draw two big circles, right? You can label one influence and you can label one concern. In the influence circle, put everything that is within your control, okay? Things like how you behave, how you show up, how you act, how you interact, your mindset, your attitude, your gratitude, your energy. Okay, they're all things that you can control. All things that you can control. What a mouthful. And then in the other bucket, you might put things that you can't control. And it doesn't mean that you don't care about them. It just means that you're not going to focus on them. And those might be things like, you know, uh, world politics or, you know, things that you see on the telly or things that you read in the news, okay? One of the best things I've ever done in my life and in my recovery is get rid of my television. I do not own one. I haven't had one for 10 years. And I, I guarantee you that that contributes to my happiness and my success, okay? Because I don't get caught up in it. During COVID, I didn't have a TV. And I used to ring people and talk to people and I was so scared. And I was too, okay? But like, I wasn't as scared as everybody else who was like watching the fear, okay? So think about what you can, 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 I can't say that. Think about what you can control and think about what you can't and spend more time in the control, okay? Now let's wrap this up because you've been here and for the people that have stayed, I really, really appreciate it. I've seen some familiar faces in the, the feed and I'm just, I'm humbled, right? I really, really am. So remember, patience and self-compassion, number one. Number two, you are a work in progress, okay? Nobody expects you to be perfect. Um, and if you're putting that pressure on yourself, make sure it's not you putting, uh, creating an excuse or a justification to use, okay? Number three, acceptance is not passive. You've got to go and get it. You've got to get up. You've got to move. You've got to plan. You've got to perform, right? Just know that you've got to do it within your current capacity, okay? Number four, focus on what you can control. And number five, you are not alone in this, right? 
if you have a community like our community or if you have friends or you go to um, you know smart recovery or na or aa acceptance is a very very commonly shared thing that people work through in this process and i think if people in normal life right so normies or just average people or non-average people others practice this stuff everything would be easier okay acceptance is one of the best personal growth tools i have ever learned in my life okay now a couple of things i want you to think about action points that you can actually take away from this i want you to celebrate your wins okay so there's one person on this feed i'm not going to name you um, but she's incredible and i've been working with her for six or seven weeks um, she's you know she's humble but i can see the wins and she shares them with me and she's been doing an incredible job okay just small stuff what your energy's like who you're connected with how you're looking how you're feeling physically how you're handling situations how you're handling stress your levels of anxiety okay if all of these things are getting better then that is a win and i want you to celebrate it and again being in a community where you can do that and people will get around you and cheer for you is a beautiful feeling no judgment no stigma okay journaling is a really really good one okay um i don't know if you can see there behind me huge pile journals awful okay it's not a boast it's not a brag it's just something that i've been doing for years and it's very cathartic to put pen to paper today i am here okay i actually read something from earlier on this year and the other day and it made me uncomfortable because so i was like oh wow i was really like in a spot i was in a bit of a jam that day compared to where i am today huge difference okay so if you've got a point of reference that helps now meditation i harp on about it but nothing is better okay i'll say that i'll say it until the day i die it has changed my life if you want to get rid of the muck and clear the fog and be able to sit and watch the the river right you've got to connect to self right nothing is better than meditation remember the circle of influence and the circle of concern and also make sure that you are creating time for compassion okay so a simple phrase right simple things that you say to yourself like you're being hard on yourself you know normally you'd be able to do this but you can't now but that's okay right one thing that really helped me is a single phrase which is i am doing my best okay and in my active recovery and and today i i say that and i actually believe it and i connect with it okay and that's a real thing so being able to say a statement like that like i am showing up i am doing my best even if that is not what you're used to doing in terms of performance it is still very very powerful so guys thank you for joining me today we've talked about how to cultivate acceptance for personal growth and um, next week i'm going to talk about i think developing self belief and confidence okay so if you're interested then come to this it is free it is every tuesday morning at 8:30 a.m. unless i am in hawaii um and hopefully it helps now i reckon i've got a worksheet somewhere for the circle of influence and concern so if you want that and um, just message me i don't know the word circle or you know whatever it is i don't mind i'll i'll pick it up and i'll send that to you um, and you can do the exercise okay so look after yourself practice self compassion connect and remember this is a long journey and remember the analogy it's like cultivating a beautiful garden 
and you are beautiful and you deserve happiness and I will see you next week. Bye.